0: Welcome to episode one of the Magento Community Podcast. There are so many things happening in the Magento community today, and I've been creating so much content on my Talk Commerce podcast that I thought this would be a good outlet for Magento-specific content. Today, I interview Kalen Jordan. Or does he interview me? Maybe we have a conversation and just talk about Magento and the Magento community and where it is right now. We talk about Mosca, mage open source community alliance and the magento association we also talk about things adobe can do to strengthen the partnership between everyone in the community i will be posting a new episode each week with bonus content coming along the way if you want to be on the show please contact me brent w peterson on twitter maybe there's a website coming soon i'm a solopreneur so things won't go that fast I will publish a video on my Talk Commerce YouTube channel as well. Please download and subscribe to this podcast wherever you download your podcasts. And now the Magento Community Podcast. The Magento Community Podcast is a volunteer run effort. To support the Magento community, please join the Magento Association at MagentoAssociation.org forward slash join do pa 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 pa
1: pa boo boo Brett Woo. and Kalen in
0: the morning da okay. boom. All right, this is uh this is one of our inaugural Our inaugurable uh inaugural. Inaugurable. inaugurable show title. Inaugurable community uh let's call it it's gonna be called the Magento Community Podcast. What do you think of that? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I like, I like the sound. this Or of we call like
0: it Kalen cast. Kalen Kalen community cast. Let's call it Arm C- the Brent and Kalen
1: Happy Hour. There we go.
0: Yeah. I, I did do How a couple of podcasts from uh a bar, which was fun. Really? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Did you did you get drunk?
0: No. No, but we did oh. uh uh, anyways, we did, I didn't, I was, I was not getting drunk at all. So we were simply having fun. Are you recording are you lying about
1: not getting drunk? No, huh? Are you, nope. are you falsifying? Because remember this whole podcast is under, um, what's that called? Under, uh, under oath. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> of
0: course it is. Well, hold on. There we go. Now I'm, I, we, you know, just uh, everybody knows that in our green room, we spent about 10 minutes uh, just getting our hair correct in the height. Um, <laughs> right. So Kalen, if Kalen's forehead looks lower than mine, it's because his hair is taller. Well, but we
1: did dilate it nicely. I think our side by side is, is looking pretty, pretty good here.
0: All right. We're so nice this up. is our, our our um this this is to align ourselves with the Mage Open Source Community Alliance podcast.
1: By the way, is that right? Okay. Do you agree with that? That sounds good. All right.
0: Can we talk about other things other than Magento? People are going to love talk about... talking about other things. If we can talk about anything but Magento, we'll get a lot more people listening.
1: I think so. I want to talk about the EO, the Entrepreneur Organization stuff that you do. Okay.
0: Sounds like a plan. Um
1: I think we should talk about um our favorite brands of yogurt. Okay. Potentially.
0: Okay. Yep. That's good. Um all right. So, you know, yogurt. <laughs> yep. Anything else? Um how, any, about, any how about Topo lar- Topo Chico? Yes. Because now about that our our you're in topo, topo Chico Topo Chico land, which apparently is is all about Austin, Texas, and Whole Foods. Um is that a brand of chicken taco? What what exactly is it? It's a, a bottled water.
1: Is that a Oh okay. I thought it was a type of microphone or something like nope. that. No, I'm just kidding. I'm I'm familiar. I'm familiar. I'm um I'm more of a uh tap man myself.
0: Right. Um, right. Uh, and I've seen you to, at uh, conferences with those snazzy black leather shoes on with the little metal things on the front. <laughs> you do a wicked tap so it's oh, okay. good i got gotcha. you. i gotcha
1: um i was going i don't have any i don't have any shoes with buckles you on.
0: don't do tap dancing anymore because i i remember that's what, you know my, when we first met my kids you were you were doing tap dancing no i mean i broke out into a spontaneous tap
1: dance in the uh, in the uh four 4E, fourier of the m resort in las vegas um if i recall and uh um our, it, en- it ended in a standing ovation from everybody that was kind of standing around checking in. It was pretty.
0: It's going to be good intense. to see the AI results of our um, of this, as you say, foyer. Uh huh. Because it's a foyer. A foyer, fo- foyer, yeah, foyer. All right. That's a
1: funny. You know, the other day I had to Google how to spell fo- foyer. That's such a hard word to say. I had to Google it. Do you know how to spell it? I'm going to push... Right, but it's F-O-Y-E-R.
0: I don't know. Is it? I'm guessing. I think you're right. No, I, Yeah. Yeah. I think you're close. All right. So we got... But uh, it doesn't... So far for it's agenda... It's not spelled or, the way it sounds is the problem. We're going to talk about Magento, which you don't want to talk about. We're going to talk about EO. I'm done. Yogurt, I'm all talked out about. Topo Chico yogurt. and... Um, um, our exercise routines. Okay.
1: Um, all of our challenges with our uh, spouses, <laughs> any any spousal challenges. Let's just, air. I think we should air it out. You know, I think that's the the healthiest way to work through it. Yeah, this is, is this is coming
0: up for the perfect inaugural live. magento podcast. It's
1: gonna be it's jam packed. It's gonna be jam packed. Excellent. So,
0: all right. Well, let's uh, let's start with yogurt. Then um, I buy the Mountain View yogurt from Costco in the I don't know what it is two pound tub. A two
1: pound tub? Wow. Yeah. Do you just do
0: you just open it up and just I slop, just jugs, I uh... slop it onto some food in the morning and um, <laughs> uh, some cereal or something, and that's my typical breakfast.
1: Okay. You just. Slop the yogurt onto some cereal.
0: Yeah. um, So as we're still talking about breakfast, um, I know that uh, I recently tweeted to Karen Baker about where can I find really good English bangers in the U.S. And she did. um, She did uh, get back to me with the place, uh, a mail order place. But I did uh, recently visit a Ukrainian deli this weekend on Saturday and they had English bangers. So I feel like there's a trifecta happening right now with Austin, Texas, England, and Ukraine, where I'm able to source out English bangers that I love and eat them at home while sourcing them from from Ukrainian deli.
1: That's unbelievable. It's a a convergence of the Texans, the Ukrainians, the English, all in one amazing city. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, what are English bangers? They're just like is a type that a...
0: of sausage that they, that are specific to eng. The taste is specific to England. Um, yeah. So anyways, uh, so that makes sense. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's, let's briefly talk about Mosca. Are you keeping up with it at all? Or do you care about Magento I mean, anymore? I haven't even, I haven't even talked about my favorite yogurt yet. Oh, I'm you, sorry. I, I thought just... we were just talking about me today. I thought you were Let's thought, let's go into yogurt. Cuz we
1: I thought you were going to be interested in how I go, felt as it. well. Let's do it. Let's talk I about mean, yogurt. Do you you know, you you've got to listen to me uh or else this relationship It's not going to work. That's know, our, that's a spousal part. It's not going to work.
0: We're going to get to that at the end. We're going to get into that.
1: We're going to yeah, we're going to get into that. No, I get the H-E-B uh Greek yogurt stuff. We got a bunch of those. And um they're really good actually. I I, I haven't been having too many of them, but I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna ramp up the Greek yogurt.
0: Uh, We don't get HEB, but I would imagine it's just packaged by somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Kroger or
1: something. HEB is amazing, man. It's just the best grocery store. But anyways, Magento. All right, let's get into it, man. Let's, Let's talk about
0: it. So, are you are you keeping up with what's happening in what's rapidly happening in the Magento community?
1: More or less. I mean, so the last uh, development I saw is that they're moving forward with the distribution, the Mage OS distribution, previously known as the fork. Um, so I think, is there any, anything newer than that, that I'm, that i am Reacticon is happening. Yeah. Well, that's not directly related, but I think they're talking a lot about Hoover, which is um, not really related directly
0: to the the fork, but. It's somewhat, you know, I think the relationship with Hufa Hufa and um, the Magento community is the fact that Adobe has been sitting on their hands on top of their existing theming for such a long time. And they're not going to change the theming at all that the community stepped forward and said, hey, we've got a better idea, which is Hufa, which I think is a fantastic idea.
1: So I think so, man, I. Yeah, it
0: seems to be doing really well. A lot of people like working with it, you know, which is neat. And I've seen some communications now happening or coming from Adobe, uh, especially. I saw the, um, I saw the Page Builder, a, a bunch of Page Builder social, or at least an email that came out saying, you know, about the open source and how we're committed to the open source, and that Page Builder is part of right. open source. Uh, right. So right. I, I. Um, I I guess i i can understand the frustration from the community in in adobe not paying attention to what's going on Mm -hmm. but i also think um yeah we'll we'll see what happens because i guess it it does if if they if they fork it and then they just keep rolling in updates from adobe then it it'll can it can continue to work in parallel you just have to sort of do, do double double work
1: yeah that would be – I mean it's hard to imagine that going forward like on an ongoing su- sustainable or semi-sustainable basis, but that that would definitely be interesting. I mean some people say, hey, at this point, if there's a fork, Magento is kind of just toast. Um, but yeah, if if it really does go that way where it's upstream compatible long-term, that would be – that would be pretty interesting.
0: And why do you say Magento um, is toast if there's a fork? Because there's going to be a fork. No, I don't. I mean, I
1: don't feel that way. But I've heard a lot. I've heard several people say that. I think Joseph uh, Maxwell, I believe he said that um, on our last podcast. I've heard a couple other people say things to that effect. Like it. Like in other words, like it's already sort of st- open source is already struggling to it to an extent. And if you add to that the fact that you're going to have this other fork that's going to divert resources or brain share of people, then it just would go downhill even faster kind of a deal. But I don't think that's the case, actually. I, I think that the, the fork will um, kind of be a good thing overall. So, but I don't know. A lot of people tell me I'm pessimistic about this whole thing. Like a lot of people are just so over this whole thing and so done talking about it. And, and like, I don't
0: know. Like, how do you mean? How are you pessimistic?
1: I don't know. Like people think that I just like the, the drama of it all. Or like, I just, I'm, I'm just always complaining about one thing or another, you know, like that I just like that. I just enjoy complaining about the Adobe situation and I don't think that's the case. I mean, I think that what they're doing is cool. I think what they're, what they're doing um, is really like a revival of kind of the original spirit of the community, which is what I like about it. But I don't know. I, I have a question for you. Okay. The open source task force, did you, so that, that they, I believe they closed the applications on the task force and like, I, Ah, I, I just like what's the point of this task force you know like why do we need all these groups why do we need all these official groups you know yeah why why don't they ever like people are talking about and sharing their opinions in various formats and contributing code and contributing ideas on github and linkedin social media twitter why don't they just have someone on the adobe side that's a community manager a product manager that's that is um, reviewing all of the chatter and kind of deciding what stuff to prioritize. Like, wouldn't that make
0: more sense as opposed to having all these groups? That is a great idea. And I'm sure that Adobe has thought of that. Um, I don't know if they're prioritizing it yet, though. Uh, I I do think that that there has been some wake-up uh, you know, I think um, we saw the day after that Moscow open letter was posted um, uh, John Stockton had a had a post out and uh, so th- there is some buzz happening and and definitely it's making a difference but uh, you're yeah. right I think you know I think I, I did do an a, a, um, I did an interview with Jacob Winkler uh, just to oh, clarify. Cool. No relation no relationship to the Fonz. Um and um and Is there a guy named Jacob Winkler from that TV show? Henry Winkler. He's the Fonz. Oh, okay. I gotta oh, okay. Explain I, everything. I, I, um I know, I know. I didn't <laughs> I didn't even remember so, that. So yes, Jacob Winkler is not at all he doesn't even jump the shark. Uh but I feel as though if you listen to the interview the interview is about jumping the shark and maybe I should go back and rename it jumping the shark. So, you know, his biggest complaint was that he had loads of, um, pull requests that were just getting auto closed. And he called it, uh, I can't remember what he called it. Some kind of like an auto close bot or some kind of issue closing bot where it just automatically went through and closed issues on Adobe, which is just crazy wrong. Um, you know, I think what Adobe needs to recognize is they have, um, you know, thousands and thousands of potential developers that are helping them maintain their code. And the least they could do is look at what are the issues that people are raising and decide if they're valid or not, they shouldn't be auto closing them. I think that's terrible. Totally.
1: Yeah. It's, it's really bad, you know, and like we see like like we see that and we see Jacob posting about that. We see others posting about those frustrations. Um I talked to Damien Retzinger recently um, and he also had a similar deal. And I'm sure there's tons of people that have that. So like, why, I don't know. Why can't they sort of prioritize those issues? I don't, I don't know what the answer is to that. I'm sure it's sort of complicated you know they've got lots of things to deal with i'm sure they have lots of um no like i'm sure there's tons of stuff coming through github that they have to triage all the time so i i don't know i don't know what the deal is
0: so tell but, me about your recent you just did you just recently meet up with eric urway i
1: did yeah i did we we uh we we did a little uh podcast together um we met up and did one in in the car here um And, uh, it was cool. I I really think Eric cares a lot about this, um, kind of can see that in his eyes and, um, and he's probably got a lot of different stakeholders. He's, he's, um, you know, dealing with and stuff like that. So like, um, yeah, so it was, it was, you know, it was really cool. It was really cool. The challenge is, is that like, we can't. I don't know. It's like sometimes you ask a question and then you don't like get uh, the the most direct answer. And, you know, they I guess they have to be careful how they're communicating things. Um, as an example, like one of the things that, um, that um, David Alger posted on Twitter was he was saying that one thing that they could do, which would help a lot with open source would be to remove authentication from the – repository when you're installing or downloading whatever, um, open source, there's an authentication layer. And so I I asked about that and he was saying, well, we're, we're, we're talking about it basically is, is what they were, is what they were saying is what he is, what his answer was. But my question was, can't like, And and I was assuming that David and you know David Alger, I mean brilliant guy. I'm sure he could help to architect whatever needs to be architected. I'm sure. I'm guessing, like he would probably just like spend time on that. He's built some really interesting tooling, and so I was like saying, now can you just have that architected in the open with a guy like David, for example, on GitHub and just figure it out. Like I'm guessing he would literally volunteer the time, just figure it out, like just, you know, be done with it. And then it, I didn't get a, I didn't get a yes or no answer on whether that could be, whether you could just go that route. It sounds like that's something that has to be discussed internally and things like that. And so, um, and I'm sure they are, I'm sure they have it on a product backlog somewhere and they're going to try to get to it when they can, but I don't know. In an ideal world, if I was running the show, which is probably the worst possible scenario, I'd be like, yeah, just let that guy figure it out. You know, he has some time on his hands.
0: You know, I think uh, we we just have to reiterate to Adobe that they have such an opportunity right now to to use not to use to utilize the Magento community out there to help them uh, build a great product. Um, exactly exactly and I, I do feel like they're, they are missing on I think what you just said uh, making some specific features that you'd like to see I mean okay so remember they built MSI and MSI was their big thing that they were gonna have the community build for them or that this was a community effort and mm-hmm. that seems mm-hmm. to have sort of dipped off the edge when when they were purchased by Adobe Uh, So
1: what happened? I didn't follow too closely along with MSI, um, but I I do remember a lot of different committee members contributing to it. Um, So did it, what happened with it? Yeah, MSI is
0: live multi-source inventory. Uh, It is a a feature in Magento that, uh, you know, it is a little bit controversial. I've heard some people say some things that, you know, maybe it complicates it even more than it should uh, but I think it's a feature that that is def was definitely needed and there's features like that that are needed all the time so mm-hmm. and 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 giving getting the community involved on those specific things is such an exciting way to make people feel like they're part of something as well as you know open source that 's the spirit of open right. source.
1: But are you saying that you said something like it dipped when the acquisition happened or something like that? Are you saying that it...
0: We haven't seen any energy go towards having the community involved in building features like MSI.
1: Oh, okay. So we haven't seen like another MSI type of a project is what you're saying.
0: Yeah. Uh, So, you know, I think that what you're talking about would be a great example of something that uh, would be beneficial for the wider community and if David could lead it or would like to lead it uh, that would be fantastic that would be really fun and and exciting for people to see and you know as we get back into the real world we're going to have more in conf- in person events that people are going to start seeing each other again and that's when the communications are really going to start getting accelerated when when we can start talking in person and then start mm-hmm. doing more Uh, communications around that stuff. That
1: was another thing Eric said was like, listen, like there haven't, we haven't had meetups. So that really has limited the amount of communication that happens, um, between the Adobe team and the community, which a lot of times happens at events. And I was like, yeah, that, that makes sense. I mean, there is a lot of, um, uh, a lot of like knowledge share, knowledge transfer that happens and it's, it's in person. So you can, you know, you can probably say some things that, you know, you can, you can have some private conversations about some things that, you know, you're not necessarily emailing or podcasting about, which is probably good. Um, But so, I mean, that's probably had a, had a bit of a, an impact. On things.
0: Yeah, even the uh, roadmaps that are coming out. Um, I don't think we've seen an Adobe Commerce roadmap yet. So uh, they have had specific webinars about roadmaps for specific um, uh, products. You know, the experience manager had one, analytics had one. Yeah. So I think. Like w- one of the arguments people make is like, hey, listen, there's always
1: going to be people complaining and saying, You should be doing more. You should be doing, you know, they just open source page builder. You know, this is me now doing devil's advocate, which is like, they just open source page builder and, and we're like complaining about a million other things. So what do you think about that argument that, you know, there's just always going to be people complaining and wanting them to do more. And at some point they need to just ignore some of that.
0: Yeah, they definitely have to ignore some of the complainers, but I think there's always going to be people that are agitating complainers that have a valid reason to complain. And they should ask mm-hmm. if, if, like you said, if there's somebody out there counting the number of things that people are complaining about, are those things mm-hmm. being duplicated? Uh, is there multiple complaints about people closing out tickets in, or about autobots closing out uh, PR requests? if that's the case, then maybe there should be something done about it. Um, if you, if it's a one-off complaint or if it's just a complaint, uh, if it's somebody like you who is just out there complaining for the heck of it, because all you're trying to do is get more podcast downloads, then, you know, they might want to, um, just, just ignore, ignore that. Ignore completely. you. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, I don't know. It's, it's, it's 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 an interesting situation. I didn't mean to make you quiet there. Jeez,
1: I know, man. That was you an it was an, it was an it was an offhanded like, well,
0: comment that was brought up by you. I, just want to, I want to point out that you're the one who introduced the topic earlier, and yeah, I was just going along with it. And I apologize you were, wholeheartedly. You were you were
1: stabbing me right in that wound of uh, of of feeling like I'm a complaining complainer. I'm a like I'm a Debbie Downer. Uh, show
0: my personal experience with you is that you are not a complaining complainer.
1: Thank you. Brent. Welcome. I appreciate that. Yeah. Let's put that and let's clip that and let's put that in the, in the, in the cold open of this show, because I think everybody
0: needs to know that. Let's do it one more time. Thank you. Uh, Kalen, you know, my, my opinion of you is that you don't complain ever is, and that you are very enthusiastic and helping Thank out you. there, helping people. Thank you. Wow.
1: Brent. That means a lot to me and I appreciate that. And I, and I want to thank you for recognizing that because, um, because, uh, that's absolutely the case. I, uh, no, I mean, I don't know. I, I guess everybody, um, everybody looks at a car accident when they drive by it. Like that's, um, part of all that's, that's, you know, if it bleeds, it leads kind of a thing, I guess, to an extent, um, All of us are attracted to chaos a little bit, but, um, so I don't know, I guess I try to be more self-aware of that to, to an extent, but, um, but no, like, I don't know when I see people who I can tell are trying to be productive as developers and I see them frustrated, like you mentioned Jacob Winkler. I, I, it just, it sticks out to me, you know, it pops out to me versus when I see developers that are excited about what they're doing. Like when I see people working on Hoover, um, or, or other things or shopware, I, when I see the way people talk about shopware, um, when I see a lot of times the way people talk about Shopify and being excited about shop, but I also see frustrations there too. Then I just, I just pick up on those things,
0: you know? What, yeah, that's, I mean, I, 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 I'm not involved at all in any Shopify communities. Um, and I don't see, I have, I have spoken to some people that are on in the, in Shopify communities, but I don't see a lot of excitement happening around Shopify communities. And maybe it's because we're, we're a little bit removed. Um, and yeah you know, I'm also involved in big commerce now and I haven't seen a big commerce community yet. Um, And maybe I'm not involved enough.
1: That's one of the things I hear though, is that the sort of the community, the sort of the developer ecosystem or whatever it is in big commerce is kind of still kind of early. It's kind of building. It feels like it's, um, It's, it's building and it's, you know, there, I don't know what that is exactly, but um, I'm sure it's going to be reaching kind of a critical mass at some point. You know, they do events and more and more people are using big commerce and um, I've had it for the first time. A couple of people ask me about finding a developer, a big commerce developer, you know, so um, I'm sure it'll, it'll, it'll get there, but. But yeah, I mean, you can just tell when people are excited about about a tech stack they're working in, and when they're frustrated about it, you can just tell. Like, so yeah, and can know. you work that's, on the tech stack
0: in Shopify and Big Commerce? I don't know. Maybe that's part of why those people don't get too all worked up about it because they they can only do so much. Well.
1: um They can, I mean, they can, you know, there's certain things they can do. They can, they can build businesses on top of Shopify, you know, whether they're building an app business or, um, you know, an agency or as a merchant. And then, yeah, I mean, they're not, they're not working. I mean, they're not, you know, it's not an open source tech stack, so they're not working on all of that stuff, but they're interacting with the APIs and if the APIs are easy to work with and they're happy about that, if they run into limitations with the APIs or weird things that you can't, like that's one of the things TJ was telling me is that you can very quickly run into API limits with Shopify. If you're trying to do something like, for example, syncing a bunch of product data, syncing a bunch of catalog data for like an automotive site, you'll, you'll hit API limits real quickly. And then in order to get those limits lifted, um, you have to be a partner or you have to get some special permission It's they have it locked down sort of tight, whereas with big commerce in general, you're going to have much better API limits and they're, you know, you're not going to really have much of a problem. So if you're trying to build something, you hit an API limit, and then maybe you're not a partner or you can't get a hold of anybody. You're just kind of stuck. Like that's, that would be super frustrating. And I, and I, um, I've heard about people hitting
0: weird API stuff for sure um so the people that aren't hitting api limits are the users of magento which were you know again very excited about talking about magento um there that's wa- all we're
1: gonna talk about <laughs> uh
0: there was a um a recent uh task force like you said from the magento association that has yeah. been months in the works i guess um I think that the task force is something that, uh, has been accelerated because of the open source letter or uh, the mage. Well, open why source. do
1: we, why do we need a task
0: force? I don't understand. Um, so I, I know who's on the task force now and we can't say it until I think the 13th and, okay. uh, today is, whoa, today's the 14th. So we're, we can talk about it. Um, really? Yeah.
1: Okay. <laughs> so, so this would be funny if you were on the task force and I'm over here
0: yeah. ranting and raving I'm, about how we don't I'm not task on force. the task force. Okay, and I'll good. tell you that, that very been... few, if any, Americans are on the task force. Uh, so, um, we, and I would, and, and, Ur- and from Ur- a, Ur-Cans. you know, from a diversity standpoint, I'm guessing there's one lady on the task force. So, well. Um, you know, I, I, I felt like how many Minnesotans, how many Minnesotans? I don't, there's none. There's not going to be anybody from Minnesota. Um, so, you know, I think, uh, just coming back to Magento association, it seems like it is something that like, they're always behind the curve. Like they're always trying to catch up, which they shouldn't be. They're the ones that should be driving it. So if we talk about the three main players, the first is Adobe. The next is the Magento association. And the next one is now Mosca. Magento Mage Open Source Community Alliance. To keep saying that, right. and this is this is this is Magento Community Podcast. Can you do it? Can you try it once? What are you t- I'm trying to pronounce it. Mosca. Like they have oh, a Magento great one. This
1: is Community we Podcast. We call
0: Magento Open Source Community Podcast. So Monk. MOS. MUSK. Let's, let's try to make it. Let's try to make the acronym Moms. Moms. moms, Magento open source. Magento open source. Open. Mosp. What? Management. Yeah. Management systems. Magento open man. We were going to call it wasp, but then somebody pointed out that that a lot of Italian Americans would not like that. So, um. (laughs) I'm a but like, I, I'm a Swedish American, and I don't know if there's ever been a lot of a, a lot of effort put into trying to offend the Swedish Americans. Maybe, you know what it is is that we're all a lot of Swedes are Lutherans, and Lutherans right. are very are very passive aggressive. So, um, <laughs> if um, I mean, putting stere- if we're just going down the stereotype road, um,
1: <laughs> let's go down that road. Yeah.
0: Let's. So. Uh, anyways back to the name then uh, mosp whatever we call it
1: no let's let's not worry about the name i think we'll uh, let's crowdsource that let's, let's let's set up a task force but why do we no you said something interesting which is the fact that and and i always feel bad being critical but um you're you know you're giving me some cover here so it's all it's all good because you know, you're, you're friends with everybody on the association and you're saying that they're always behind things. Doesn't that make you feel bad? (laughs) Um, Well,
0: just as, just like you would point out when, okay. So if I'm being critical about, if I'm being hypocritical about something, you would point that out. Right. Uh, And I feel as though I tell
1: everybody that you spam
0: me on LinkedIn. I don't hold back. Yeah, that's that's a good topic for another show because I've started now auto replying to robots, and I'm in my yeah. and I'm telling them that I'm a robot as I auto reply. So <laughs> I'm excited, but that's another nice. topic. Let's not get off track. Um, so I do feel like if I'm friends with the people on the task force, or if I'm friends with people in the association, um, I think. There's no reason why, as friends, we can't hold each other accountable for totally. for whatever is happening and calling people out on their BS if there's right. BS, or just even saying, right. "Hey, so, you know, you said you know if if um, if uh, if we were to say we're going to do the big damn run at at the Adobe Summit and then it." we never do it and then a month later we say okay we're doing the big damn run now people would be like what are you talking about you're supposed to do it a month ago right if they're my friend right. or not they're not it so, doesn't matter i had want them right. to tell me
1: right right exactly so like what you said is interesting cuz you said the association is always behind and like you know who isn't behind the community in general like different people within the community you just have to this like you just have to pick who, you know, you just have to decide who to listen to, which I know is, is a little tricky because a lot of people are saying a lot of different things, but I don't think it's that complicated. If you had a community manager, or product manager whose job it was to surface up all the most, you know, highest priority, um, projects or suggestions or critiques, that's all you got to do. Like, um,
0: well, you, do you d- know what I'm saying? I do. Were I d- you even listening? I was. I feel like you were. No, right. I was listening. Okay. I, I, what I want to know is who. What is it that they've been ahead of? Like, like. I, I mean, I, example, I agree a hundred percent that the community for, is for, ahead for of the example. curve because they are. The community is what's driving yeah. things, and that's the reason for the letter. From, for, from- yeah,
1: like. The, the people that started the letter, right, who I think they said that they're trying to get on the task force. I, I believe they said that. I'm certain they said that publicly, Willem and and um, and Vanai. So I'm guessing they'll probably be on the task force. But before that happened, they were outside of the association and they were the ones that moved the ball forward because they had a, an itch to scratch and they scratched it and they made some noise about it and they got some consensus. And I think that's how it should work. Like it doesn't, we don't need an official sanctioned group to make decisions. Like people are all doing things continuously in the community. Just harness that power, just harness that energy, you know? So Jacob Winkler is talking about this issue with the auto closed PRs, right? So maybe he's the guy that they should talk to about fixing that. (laughs) that's who adobe
0: you're right that's who adobe and magento association should be talking with yeah but it has yeah uh, and he's
1: not in any association so so who cares who cares if he's in an association or not he's the guy doing the thing he's the guy contributing the code so talk to him you know like i don't know I'm, i'm gonna Get myself in
0: trouble no you. i mean i i don't think there's nothing in there to put anybody in trouble we're just we're talking about how do we hold how do we hold them accountable for what they say they're going to be doing and you know we we heard we heard the magento association put out things in person i you know at 2019 adobe summit that magento association was there they had a whole huge conference hall reserved where they did some topics and they spoke about things and uh yeah. you know it was it, it just like uh, um it was a big deal you know or yeah. at least it was made out to be a big deal and i i think um they need to follow that i think everybody
1: I think everybody went into it with the best of intentions and hopes but then it just you know you things um you know you get this inertia that builds up and then things just kind of st- slow down um but it's like i'm looking at that poster of the mage run behind you right you are you organized all these runs at conferences now why wasn't there a running committee that was decided on for every time there was going to be a no you just did it you just did it yourself you know like nobody we didn't need a group to to govern that like the person that wanted to organize the runs organize the runs you know like I, I i don't know i don't understand why we can't just keep keep doing
0: that well i know? think that's kind of the spirit of mosca
1: yeah i think so
0: um yeah it's probably going to be the same you know i haven't heard the new the podcast that's coming out from a gentle association but i would imagine that it's um well okay so i'm in a i'm in another group right i, I won't name the group because i suggested that we do some interviews and the leadership okay. in the group said, "Well, we have to go through. We have to do this and this and this." And pretty soon, myself as an eager person who just wants to do new things, uh, I got completely deflated. I'm like, "All I wanted exactly. to do. All I wanted to do is talk to somebody." And now suddenly, they've put all these roadblocks exactly. and barriers up, and I don't feel like even pursuing it. <laughs> exactly. Um, I think I I think what happened and let's just there's too much bureaucracy
1: we're adding these layers and layers of bureaucracy and task forces and I don't we don't need it we don't need any of that stuff yeah
0: but we're talking about Adobe and Magento and having to deal with lots of you know lots of legal stuff so um, uh, that that's gonna happen. those type of things have to happen because they have to they have to have some structure around it. And I guess my my complaint that I that I have about the Magento association since day 1 has been the lack of transparency and communications coming from them to tell us they could tell us every month that nothing's happening or you know the thing I know that uh, they had said before that it took a lot longer for the legal part of it to, to happen. But we don't hear from anybody like nobody says anything. They have a social media channel uh, that they could be tweeting yeah. on. Um, they, they're not out there being up front and getting ahead of the things. They are waiting for something to happen and then reacting. And that's what we're well, seeing yeah. right now is reactions to what's I- happening.
1: Yeah. I mean, and you just explained why that was happening in this other context that you were in where you wanted to do this thing. It happened to be doing interviews and then you got stuck waiting for permission and bureaucracy. And then you said, well, there's reasons for that. There's, re- there's legal reasons why we need the bureaucracy, but nevertheless, the bureaucracy slowed it down, killed the enthusiasm, probably prevented you. You probably haven't talked about like it limited your transparency within this little micro example where you're not talking about who you're going to interview because you're waiting for some legal approval. And I'm sure that they dealt with the same issues in a different context where they can't talk about whatever they want to talk about because they have to wait. I'm, I'm guessing they have to wait for approvals and they have to wait for everybody to agree and everybody to vote on blah, 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 blah. I'm guessing it's all the same, that same type stuff, you know?
0: Yeah. Um, I think you're right. I think, but again, simply telling us that's what the hang up is, that would really be helpful. You know, I you know, in, again going back to my case, I was told by the director that here's the reasons why you have to slow it down. We're not just going to let let you interview anybody. Uh, you know, they gave me some reasons. I, I of course I didn't think they were valid, but that's you they know, gave
1: you a blacklist. I was on the black. Yeah. I was probably on the black. <laughs>
0: Definitely. Don't um, this guy. but I I I feel as though I the the reasons why were were answered. I didn't necessarily agree with them, but mm-hmm. um, I, I think that, that in that case, at least there was enough communication where it was put out that, okay, you're right. That's fine. I'll wait a little bit. Now, with the Magento mm-hmm. Association, there's been tons of complaints. Like, I bet if you tweeted to Magento Association, nobody would get back to you.
1: Totally. Yeah.
0: It's So yeah. if I were to say... I mean. Uh, when is the podcast coming out? Hey, like, yeah, even like that would be something they should market in advance.
1: Yeah. 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 I, I don't know. It's, it just sounds like it's, it's, it's bureaucracy, which is necessary from someone's perspective. And that is what is slowing things down. Everybody in them. Associ- association are all, solid people, productive people, people that care deeply about Magento and are the best people to be involved. And I just think that there is some bureaucracy that's slowing everything down and, you know, it's just,
0: know. Uh, all right. So let's, let's, uh, um, uh, we have, we have less than 15 minutes left if we're trying to keep this under an hour. Jeez. Okay. What, tell us a little all bit right. about your conversation with Eric. Cause I had a conversation with Eric as well and, I, he's he's stoked and he is on board with keeping the community involved with Adobe. Um, so I, you know, I well, think- I want to
1: hear about your conversation with him because I already know about my conversation with him and. What did, what did you guys you, you mean you had him on the on the, your, your podcast uh we
0: we we had like a green room conversation about what we were going to talk about gotcha. on the podcast okay gotcha <laughs> <laughs> uh, he was on the podcast earlier um earlier and when i first started talk commerce but this would this is not you know we were talking gotcha. specifically about how can how can we help them with communication and you know we had some specific events we want to try to plan
1: gotcha and gotcha. uh
0: you know One thing that we'd like to try to do is revive the Contribution Day, and I think if reviving Contribution Day would also help Adobe understand how many people are are impassioned by Magento and its code. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, Did you like that word, impassioned by code? Impassioned Um, by code. Yeah. In fact, I'm going to write that down. Impassioned. Impassioned by code, because maybe that'll be the theme of things. That they're impassioned by code, and um, and that they should take advantage of of that excitement that's there at that Mm. time. And that those, you know, what what used to happen is that they do a community day, they and they rally all the people together to get a bunch of PR requests in, and then we'd all have a little contest, and we'd eat some food, and. We, yeah, we'd uh, Everybody's help. Everybody's happy. We'd help contribute to Magento, and people feel good about that. Um, yeah. So somewhere between, I, I think the last one we organized was at Meet Magento India in 2020. Um, or no, we did mm-hmm. one in 2021 virtually. So, and I don't know. I think there was one around Romania, but anyways, I don't know. So. Uh, yeah, that just happened, right? Yeah, Romania, Magento, Romania happened. Um, so that that's just a great time to really connect with, like you said, the developers. When you want, when Adobe needs to talk directly to the to the developers, that is the their opportunity to talk directly to them. So I, you know, I talked to Eric about that um, about doing some of those. We're going to try to do one in person in Orlando on January twenty first in cool. at an unconference that uh, that we're trying to organize. Um,
1: oh, cool. And, uh, and what's we... the, um, are you organizing it like a Magento uh, con- uh, conference in Orlando, like kind of like how the German guys do it?
0: Yeah, it's like that, but I'm, I- I'd like to make it open to other platforms. You know, we'd like to invite Shopware okay. and Big Commerce. Um, I think it'd be fun to have multiple communities cool. there. Uh, and, you know, a sort cool of, idea. Uh, we can, you know, we can mix up the different types of beer that you're drinking, like, however you want to mix up communities red wine, white wine, um, blush nice. rose, um, or in I'm TJ's case, myself. bourbon, scotch, whiskey, yeah. whiskey, rye whiskey. Um, you know, mixing those things up and I don't know why I put them all into alcohol context. Um, you could say ca- caffeine or a coffee and decaf, whatever. We don't have to make any more metaphors. Um, I, I'm, I'm, there hasn't been an unconference like that in the U S and I think it'd be kind of fun. Right. And then we did That's touch on, idea, man. yeah, we did. I've always thought those were super interesting. It is fun. And, they and it is now, I don't know.
1: You I, went to, you went to the, one of the ones out in Germany or out in Europe, right? Yeah. I went to the Didn't last one in
0: 2019. It was super fun. It was really and, nice. And the, you know, the shop war people were there on that one as well. So, oh, cool. Yeah. Um, that's really cool that you're bringing that
1: over here, man. I think that's a really good, I think that's a great format that for some reason, I don't know, we're so business oriented out here, probably that we don't, we don't, um, we don't do those unconference formats, but I think that's really neat.
0: Yeah. So, um, uh, it will be capped. I think we're going to try to cap it at 140. And the only reason I threw out that number is because that's what they cap it for in Germany. <laughs> I think that if you nice. have too many people, it doesn't make sense. And then right. there'll be some charge for tickets. It's not going to be super cheap because I, I don't feel as though the cost of the there there probably isn't going to be a lot of sponsors at a high premium cost to pay for it. Um, yeah. So we'll see. And it seems like with any with any platform, there has to be some kind of commercial value to it. In Germany, it's a little different. Like they always get uh, whatever that server. There's a server company cluster cluster something max cluster max cluster they're like they'll throw in a couple thousand dollars no matter what you know yeah
1: <laughs> yeah plus the government probably pays for their conference space and
0: stuff like that you know how it is out oh, there socialism jeez so, so 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 socialist um so we're trying that and then you know we we did uh sort of bring up the subject of having a meet machento in the US and how would that look and where where could we have it and it's not going to be in Minnesota in January yeah so yeah, it was a I thought it was a great conversation and I would like to talk to more people in Magento tomorrow um that is going to be um October 12th. Uh, I have the team who did the Magento compatibility tool, Magento upgrade compatibility tool on okay. my podcast and that was a, it was such a cool nice. thing to learn about and and there's so many things that Adobe could be doing to Bring it to the community and tell them about those things. So, you know, my nice. goal is that's to cool. talk to more people at Adobe and tell them about uh, what are the features that are coming out. And I think what Adobe needs to do is tell them, hey, these are core features that are part of both commerce and uh, an open source. Or even that's this, really this is cool, a, man. This is an underpinning to Magento open source. That's really cool, man. I think that you're in a
1: great position to be doing that because you know, you are within the partner program it's just so rare, like so much of the time people that are partners, they don't want to be critical. They just want to, you know, like not, you know, they just want to go with the flow and I think they really need people like you that are willing to, um, say the, the, you know, say the reality of, of why people are frustrated, but at the same time doing it in a productive way and, Um, you know, to, to try to communicate with all the people that you need to talk to, to kind of get things moving and stuff like that. So,
0: um, yeah, and there's been other, there's been other people in our community that have been critical of Adobe and Adobe does listen to them. Okay. Um, I don't know too many other partners, to be honest. I mean, I,
1: that's one of the things that I think is a bit of an issue, you know, but,
0: yeah, you know, I think that it 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 has to happen in a sense and and it has to help move us forward. And uh, if I can if I can help bridge some gap there, you know, I think that's more important than not saying anything. That's
1: great, man. That's really cool. All
0: right, so we have about um, 10 minutes left, less than 10 minutes left now. What else do you want to talk about? 10 minutes Entrepreneur's enough. organization Jeez. a little
1: bit. Yeah, yeah, let's talk about that, dude. I know it's you're always you're always talking about how you're involved with that. And, um, um, it's, it's, uh, you know, running a business is definitely something that's uniquely challenging. And so it sounds like you've found a lot of good insights from that, uh, from that group. And
0: yeah, so I am on a committee. (laughs) I am the, I'm the (laughs) membership chair for entrepreneurs organization, Minnesota. And I think that uh, the Magento association could learn a lot from what, uh, what other, uh, networking actually. So entrepreneurs organization is not a networking group. It is a peer group entrepreneurs that learn from other o- entrepreneurs and okay. it is a largely, um, a volunteer led effort. So in Minnesota, we have one paid person and she, she's really split between Minnesota and Wisconsin. Uh, so mm-hmm. we're all volunteers, we pay the central organization, which there's 15,000 members worldwide and Austin, Texas happens to be one of the most active chapters and one of the hardest to get into. Um, so I would look it up while you're in, well, you should, you should look it up. Austin entrepreneurs organization is fantastic. There's like 250 members and there's, I don't know how 50 person waiting list or something like that. It's oh, wow. crazy. Um, could you get me in? Could you slip me past the waiting I, list? I cannot get you in, but I can certainly ah. do an introduction. Uh, so gotcha. our conference this spring uh, was in Austin. Um, and of course you could do anything you want in Texas, which was handy if you wanted to do a conference. Um, yeah. And, uh, you can do anything you want in Texas. Yeah. There's, there,
1: there's um, st- c- certain so, laws So Yeah, I was this.
0: there in April for, for that. But anyways... You know, one of the things that I've suggested to the Magento Association is that they simply set up a marketing and communication committee or whatever you want to say, where some people that know about marketing communication can help with that messaging to the greater community. Because I think right now there's just a bunch of people that are, that uh, don't, you know, there's some people at Smith Buckland that are helping run it, but they don't know our community. They know how to run a nonprofit association, but they don't know the passion of what we have in our community. And then there's a bunch of other people that are attached, but they don't necessarily have a role. Yeah. So, you know, I think with entrepreneurs anyways, uh, you know, I definitely, you know, you are are a person that I look at who has always really made an effort to do different things and and make things happen. And, uh, you know, I think, what you've done is is um, so exemplary in our in, in as an entrepreneur to do what you've done and then keep moving forward and thinking of new things. I think that's that's Thanks, so fun man. and that's you know for me that's what I get the most excitement out of is not getting stagnated into a rut and right. you know the big things big things in EO that we talk about are uh, so we, I'm in a small group here you know we I think in our we have about ten members of our we call them a forum. And we talk every we we meet once a month for four hours, and we just talk about issues that we're having in our business. Wow, and four hours—that's a—that's a long. It's like, that's
1: cool. You probably get pretty deep.
0: Four four hours out of a month. Yep, this it sounds like a long time, but in the scheme of things, it's not very much time at all. So, uh, we we talk about specific things that maybe you wouldn't know that you could talk about with somebody. So you know if if you have family members that are just working at somewhere they don't have any clue about what you're trying to do or what what your struggles are or yeah um you know there there's all kinds of things that that are specific to a business that you wouldn't necessarily tell other people and then there's things yeah. that are specific to your business that maybe you don't want your competitors to know um if you have something new you're going to release or you're you you're developing something or let's say you have mm-hmm. you're struggling with something um this is a small group of people that are not competitors that we like my my forum group has been around for more than 20 years so it's it's an it's a established group of people everybody mm-hmm. hasn't been in it that long you know there's been members coming in and out uh but uh we are intimately we know each other Pretty well, and that we could talk each other mm-hmm. to each other about these sort of topics without worrying about them going outside and telling anybody. It's strictly confidential. Everything that happens. So that's cool. Uh, in that sense, it's a great uh, a great resource. Uh, it's like having a board of directors that you can speak to every month. Um, right. Right. And then. And there's a greater group of people in Minnesota. We have about 100 people in our, in EO Minnesota. So there's a greater people that we would get together every once in a while, once a month, and, and have some networking and have some fun or whatever we do. Nice, man.
1: That's a cool group. But there's a waiting list. So if, even if I want to get in, I probably couldn't. So,
0: Well, you'd have to contact EO Austin, which I can do an introduction for you.
1: Gotcha. I don't know, man. I'm bad with groups. I'm not... I'm not...
0: Yeah, don't you know this is like I'm the membership chair, and um, I I can only do what I'm doing, and um, I don't need to get rejected by you two. (laughs) Are you the
1: membership chair for for the for the entire organization? No, just Minnesota. Oh,
0: just Minnesota. Yeah, gotcha. All right, well, this has been a great hour, and it's gone by super fast. And I appreciate you helping me center my video on the screen. Uh, yes. I will make one comment as we close today. You have slowly sunk down in your chair. I've gotten, yeah. And um, we're no longer, we are no longer like- We're not
1: synced up anymore.
0: Proportioned oh, correctly. So there we go. just to let everybody know that isn't watching us, uh, Kaelin spent about 20 minutes telling me where I should sit and how I should sit.
1: And then I, and then I, and then I promptly slid, slid down in my seat and I messed it all up. Sorry about that.
0: It's okay.
1: Yeah. But, you all know, right. You got to get comfy when you're on these long podcasts. You know? Is this that a was, long one? Just, this is a long, I mean, to talk to you for this long, I mean, jeez. it was fun though. You have to admit <laughs> it was, it was I I have, always have fun talking to you, man.
0: All right. Always a Th- good time. Thanks a lot. Have a great afternoon. And uh, we will learn more about the Magento Association on October thirteenth. But I can I we could post this right away since we actually didn't say any any of the names were in that letter. Right.
1: Makes sense. Thank you, sir.
0: Bye. Thank you again for listening. My name is Brent Peterson, and it has been my pleasure to be your host today. Please rate and subscribe to wherever you download your podcasts. New episodes out every week.